Hey, what's up, family? It's Coach Josh. Hope you all are doing exceptionally well. I'm excited about this video, like every video I do, because I know it's God breathed through this vessel that's submitted to him. But this video, we're going to talk about five ways and how you can increase your favor or five ways to increase in God's favor. So if this is a topic that you feel will be beneficial to you and beneficial to others, feel free to share, feel free um, to, to, to engage, because I would love to see on uh, 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 what you're getting from this dialogue. If this is your very first time uh, watching my video, my name is Joshua Ezzi, also known as Coach Josh, and my goal is to help you make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And after watching this video, you're like, yo, I like this guy's vibe. Go ahead and subscribe. I would love to have you a part of my community here online as well as be your coach here online. But for those who have been subscribed, whether it's been 13 years or 13 minutes, I want to say thank you all so much for being a supporter of mine. However you support, it's greatly appreciated. But let's get right into my notes. Once again, we're going to be talking about five ways and how we can increase in favor of God. And those who's joining me live right now, feel free to engage. Talk back to me. I would love um, to engage with you all. But let me get my notes up. Here are some scriptures that we're going to go over real quickly in regards to how to increase in favor with God. Luke chapter 2, 52, uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 52 says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. We have to make sure that we understand that even Jesus, God in the flesh, also increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. That's the order. Everything that Christ did on the earth was an order for us to process through. That as we decrease and allowing God to increase in life, we naturally by default begin to increase in wisdom. We begin to increase in stature or maturity. And we also increase with favor with God and man. We'll break down the definition of favor in a little bit. Next verse, Psalms 512 says, for you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him or her with favor as with the shield. I love that verse. I even have it in part of my confession where I talk about, Lord, your favor surrounds me like a shield, meaning that no matter where I go, I am favored. No matter where I turn, favor protects me. Even when I am not functioning at my best or even when I am uh, uh, not where uh, or, or qualify for whatever, I still, no matter where I go, am protected by God's favor, right? So I love that verse. And we'll break all these verses down once we get some definitions of favor. But Psalms 90:17 says, let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Let me bring this up so I can see it. Let the favor of the Lord our God, I love that, be upon us, upon us, in us around us like a shield and establish the work of our hands upon us. That means the work that God laid upon you, the work of God that, that God laid upon me. Yes, establish the work of our hands. And Psalms 84 11 says, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk upright. Let's get right into some more points. Now, how to increase increase in favor. We're going to be breaking down some points so we can better understand. But here's the problem. Many people are wanting to increase in God's favor, but are not willing to increase in fruitfulness and faithfulness to God. Everybody wants God's favor. God, uh, favor me on this job. Favor me with man. Favor me with women. Favor me with opportunities. They want God to favor them or increase favor in them, Right but they are not willing to increase in faithfulness or fruitfulness to God. 
God loves us all equally. Now, let me get to the next point. Now, let me make sure I break this point down before I elaborate. I forgot about this. There is a difference. There's a difference between favor as a child of God and favor functioning as a child of God. Please understand this. There is a difference between favor as a child of God and favor functioning as a child of God. God loves us all equally, but doesn't trust us all equally. That's very important for us to understand. God loves us all equally. God doesn't love me more than you, nor does he love you more than me. He loves us all equally, but based upon faithfulness, based upon fellowship, there's he trusts us differently. Any parent knows this. Any person that works in a school, I work at a school. There are certain kids. You love all the kids. You love every kid in this building. I love every kid in this building. But do I trust every kid in this building? No. There are certain kids that I can trust in certain situations. There's other kids I can't. But that doesn't mean I love them differently. It just says I trust them differently. And you can ask any parent that has multiple children. There's a child in the home that they trust with responsibility more than the other. But they love each other or they love each child equally. So please, when you understand this, don't think that I have to work to gain more favor from God. That's not what I'm saying. That's just the natural byproduct of fellowship with God. So it says there is a difference between a ch- a between favor as a child of God, meaning that if you're a child of God, you are favored. Just like any child, you are favored. But there's a different, another favor when it comes to functioning as a child of God, meaning I know who I am in Christ. I welcome the work of God that's laid upon me, and I am uh, uh, consecratedly consec- consecrating myself, focused on that assignment, not contaminated or wavered, and I'm going in the will of God. And then God will begin to see as you mature, he starts adding more favor into your life. We're not talking about favor for salvation. We're, not talking, we're talking about favor for assignment, favor for or just natural. Like when you do things God's way, you're naturally favored. Not because God's like, I love that group better than that group. No, it's because when you naturally do the thing, do things the right way, you get blessed accordingly, right? So there's a difference between favor as a child of God and favor functioning as a child of God, a child that is not just resting in the elementary portions of salvation. We're not talking about the ones that are just glad to be saved. No, we're looking for people that are grinding in their salvation. We're talking about people that are growing in their salvation. We're talking about people who are are becoming greater through their salvation. They're allowing the Holy Spirit access to different corridors of their heart, unlocking hidden areas, renewing certain aspects and uh, 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 point of views in people's lives, helping them be positioned for increased favor. Like Jesus said, he increased in favor with God and man. I can tell you right now, I have favor with a lot of people, not because I'm perfect, not even close. It's because I understand flowing and fellowshipping with God. I understand um, uh, the the key principles of relationship and what happens when you are proven to be trustworthy. I want to be like Christ when he was younger, where he increased in wisdom. I want God increase me, increase not just the external things of me, increase the internal things in me. Because many people want God to give them favor to get houses, cars, clothes, and people, but they're not asking God to increase them on the inside so they are able to manage the things outside of them. So when we look at the problem again, it says many people are wanting to increase in God's favor, but are not willing to increase in fruitfulness and faithfulness to God. God is looking for fellowship. 
He's looking for people who are progressive or progressing, not progressive. That's kind of got a negative connotation to it. But these individuals are progressing in the things of God, growing in the things of God, welcoming the conviction of the Holy Spirit, welcoming the renewal process of the Holy Spirit. They're welcoming all aspects for them to actually be able to grow. And even though we fall short, like Vanita says, falling short doesn't mean <clears throat> you lose favor with God. Lose increasing in favor of God is having a heart that's fixed on God, a heart that's fixed on on doing right, because we all going to make mistakes. But God looks at the heart and says, does this person's heart desire me? Does this person's heart, is it willing to pursue me? Is it willing to pursue the kingdom of God and its righteousness? Is it willing? Because God is not looking for ability. He's looking for availability. Right. So there is a difference between favor as a child of God. All of us, when we came into salvation, we received favor, unmerited favor, uh, 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 um, classified as grace, unmerited favor, that we are favored, we are set apart, we are peculiar, we are a royal priesthood, we are favored as God's children. But when we increase in favor is when we begin to function as a child of God. Seeking first his kingdom, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, not worrying about what is or hasn't hasn't what has or hasn't been added to us. But we're focusing on uh, um, 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 the kingdom and his righteousness. Then we will begin to see the favor of God flow upon us or increase upon our lives because he knows that we are uh, able to steward it. Now, let's get the definition of favor. Favor by definition is the approval. So the approval, support, or liking for someone or something. General definition of favor, the approval. Because of the, the of God's, the Heavenly Father's approval of the second person of the Trinity's uh, work on the cross, right? The approval of his then was, since his righteousness was imputed on us because of what he did rightly on this earth, now I am righteous before God. I am in right standing before God. That right standing before God is predicated on me not having to worry about hell. I'm in right standing with God. His blood is on me. I don't have to worry about the, the, the penalty of sin. But now the righteousness that I'm pursuing now is to make sure that my righteous living matches my righteous stance. That my righteous living now matches the imputed righteousness of Jesus. And that's when the sanctification process begins, when we begin, begin to allow the Holy Spirit to make those rotten old places into fresh new uh, 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 um, ideals and perspectives and actions and decisions that will then set us up for the increased favor on our lives so that we can be able to function in key places of society where people can be able to look and say, that person is unique. That person is special. That person got something on them differently. Look at all the people that were favored by God. Look at the way they live. Noah was favored. Enoch was favored. Daniel was favored. Joseph was favored. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was favored. And it changed their culture. It changed their society. Because that when they when God looked upon them, <clears throat> they were willing to fellowship. They were willing to grow, and then favor naturally increased upon them because they can be trusted with that increased favor of God. Right. So favor is the approval, support, or liking for someone or something. Every child of God got that. The approval. I approve of what Jesus did for this son or daughter. I support them. I like them. I love them. It also says by definition an act of kindness. Beyond what is due or usual. 
That's why I love fellowship with God because I don't have to worry about paying like how other people pay. I don't have to do things like other people do. I am favored by God. And I want to stay in fellowship in such a way where he sees that I can be trusted with other forms of favor. We're not talking about the favor that's for every child of God to function at the basic levels of Christianity. We're talking about those who endeavor to uh, to steward key parts of the kingdom of God. That's willing to, to, to be a beacon of light and, and preserve us through the salt and, and not lose their saltiness. People want to stay hot and not be lukewarm. We're talking about those who love God more than anything. The unusual begins to happen for them. Great things begin to happen for them. Now, the definition is excessive kindness or unfair partiality, preferential treatment. Another definition of favor. Let's keep going. Now, how to increase in favor. And this video is pretty much done. I, I, do, I didn't really have too many notes to labor on these. And we'll probably break down some of those texts for some for more time sake. But how to increase in favor of God, F-A-V-O-R. Number one, how to increase in favor of God, F, be a real friend of God. How to increase in favor, really be God's friend. Those who are closest to me get more favor from me, get more support from me, get more uh, kindness from me. You know, they, they just get more because they're a real friend. They get more access. They, and, and those who get more access get more uh, uh, opportunities. <clears throat> so I just don't want to be available to God. I want to be accessible to God. So how to increase in favor, wisdom, statue, like Jesus did? How can we be in position to really just see the supernatural favor of God for us to function in key parts of his kingdom so that we can be able to navigate uh, quicker than the world does? and be able to last longer and become more efficient, we got to be a real friend of God. We got to be a real friend, not this whole, um, uh, I'm a friend of God. We're singing the song, but there's a song in our life. I want to be a real friend of God. That's how we increase in favor. That's how we are able to be navigated. God is not just going to increase everybody. God looks for stewardship. God looks for management ability. God is looking for people who are able to manage and who are able to steward. Then he gives more favor to them so that they can be a greater beacon of glory for him so that people in the business world and the creative world and people in all these different areas will be able to say, I want to be where they are. I want to have what they have. And then they're going to naturally inquire, how did you get promoted? How did you get this? How did you do that? Because I work unto the Lord. And as I work unto the Lord, I increase the expectations or I elevate beyond the expectations of people. Therefore, people naturally want to favor me because I'm favorable. But if you are arrogant, rude, bitter, unforgiving babe in Christ, quote unquote, and you expect to increase favor on your life, it ain't going to happen. Now, you got grace and mercy that's going to follow all your days life, but you got to look at your heart, look in the mirror and say, am I favorable? Am I faithful? Am I fruitful? Am I, would anybody trust me with anything? Why would God add into my life when he knows anything is added to you, it's subtracted? Why would God pour new things into you if you got holes and it leaks through you? Why would God increase favor on someone that if they open their mouths, won't give glory to God? But when you're a real friend of God, you know the heart of God. When you're a real friend of God, your conversations are not monologues, they're dialogues. And you talk and you wait to listen. You, you are a real friend of his. That's how you increase in favor. Everybody with your real friend, they get more favor from you.
Now, number two, how to increase in favor with God. You got to make gratitude your attitude. God inhabits, God inhabits the praises of his people. The Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. You heard me break this verse down many times, probably top five of my verses, uh, uh, verses that I have. I have to make gratitude my attitude because gratitude means that you have a different perspective in the world. Where everyone else see the negative, you see the positive. That's what gratitude is. Gratitude says, despite the negativity that's in my life, I choose to see the positivity. And even if I can't really see the positive, I know that I will have a positive outcome in this negativity. But I make gratitude my attitude. I receive favor just by having joy. I'll be in lines and a, a, a cashiers would be like, I got you, sir. Or when I walk, it don't matter what Whole Foods I walk into. Those who know me in Whole Foods, I immediately receive favor from them. At my job, I get favor. Church, I get favor. Grocery stores, I get favor. I get favor even with first time people I meet. Why? Because I got gratitude. I have joy. And, and when people are in a world where it's full of fear, arrogance, unforgiveness, resentment, and all that, that's an energy. But when you burst through those energy uh, 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 fields with gratitude and joy, you naturally get favor. And God increases favor on you because he knows you have the right fragrance on you. God doesn't want people who have an odor on them. God wants people who have a fragrance on them. Resentment is an odor. Unforgiveness is an odor. Insecurity is an odor. Doubt is an odor. All those negative things are odor, orders, odor, odors, odors. Yeah. But joy is the sweetest fragrance on the planet. The sweetest fragrance. People, when they see joy on you, it's refreshing. And God wants these people placed in key areas because it's a fragrance. Nobody wants a, a, a nasty trash can in a room. People want some Febreze plugins. So when God plugs you, I'm preaching now, when God plugs you into a place, what do you smell like? But God won't plug you into a place unless you have the fragrance of joy on you. So when you make gratitude your attitude, then no matter where you are, you exude from you a fragrance that people are drawn to. And, and, and the Bible says uh, people will put into your bosom, press down, shaking together. Like <clears throat> people will be looking for you because you smell good. Kids love my office because it's a fragrance. They don't care if they don't care what's going on in my room. They want to be in there because they know he has a positive outlook on life. He has a positive attitude. He's grateful. Gratitude is saying it doesn't matter what environment I in. I see it differently than others. So you increase in favor of God when you have gratitude, when you are a fragrance. Number three, how to increase in favor of God? Be in the middle of God's vision for your life. If you want to increase, be in the, be in the middle of God's vision. If you're in the will of God, that's the favor of God. <laughs> if you're walking down the way of God, the will of God for you, favor naturally follows you. I love right now, uh, like the, my office right now, I, I'm working at my old high school, right? The high school that I went to, I'm working here. This office that I'm in right now used to be my Spanish classroom. I didn't, I, I didn't ask for this job, nothing like that. It just fell in my lap. I was in God's vision. I was talking to a student today and I was proud of her and I was just kind of uh, letting her know, isn't it, isn't it better to be in the flow of God? Like, you don't got to worry about 
uh, uh, the know of God. I don't got to worry about what God knows. I just want to be in a flow. I don't want to be in a know. I want to be in a flow. Because when I'm in a flow and I'm following God, things find me. <clears throat> Favor finds me. It don't matter where I go. If I'm in the middle of God's vision for my life, in the middle of God's wisdom, will of my, in the middle of God's will for my life, things turn out good for me, and it will turn out good for you. Be in the middle of God's vision for your life. Just say, "I'm going with the flow of God. I'm not rushing. I'm not slowing. I'm in His vision." The issue is we don't know what God wants us to do. Because if it's easy to find out what God wants you to do, all you got to do is spend time with him, be a friend of his, get to know him. And then all of a sudden you'll start having vision. And then when you find God's vision, you know what comes with vision? Provision. Why would God provide for your vision? God only provides for his vision. So if you want increased favor, money come out of nowhere, opportunities come out of nowhere, um, support come out of nowhere. And provision from God being his vision. That's how you increase in favor of God. Oh, number four, how to increase in favor? Obey immediately. I love the text when Jesus was choosing his squad, his disciples. The Bible says that they dropped their nets and immediately followed him. Uh, uh, two brothers left their dad and their boats and immediately followed them. I want to be a Mr. Immediately. You should want to be a Miss Immediately, not a Mr. or Miss Eventually. Eventually can make you miss your window of opportunity. In order to increase favor, obey me because your act of obedience right now will spawn favor. If I don't obey God in one area, it will affect the train of connecting favor points in my life. That's why I obey immediately. That's why I go with the flow of God. I obey. I just, whatever you want me to do, God, I do it. If you don't want me to hoop tonight, God, I will not hoop. If you don't want me to do it, I won't do it. And if you say, Josh, go do this, I obey immediately. Because the, the quicker I obey, the quicker the favor comes in my day. Because what if God tells me, you know, this happened many a times where God be like, don't go to this restaurant, go here. And then when I go there, I meet somebody from my church and they be like, hey, Minister Ezra, I'm paying for you today. It happens all the time. God be like, go to Whole Foods today. I'm like, all right, God, the, the one the one over here? No, God says, go to the one downtown. I go to the one downtown, there's a percentage off in a particular thing that I wanted. I remember one time I was looking for cologne. God said, look online. And I found online, I found it 40% off. I just, I just listen. I obey immediately. I don't care. The issue is we look for convenience more than we look for obedience. We look more for convenience than we do in obedience. I look for obedience first, but the convenience, because convenience can make you miss out on what God has for you. But the issue is we get so caught up on what's most more convenient. I'm going to do what's most convenient. When God's saying, man, just follow my obedience. Number five, how to increase in favor of God, remove and release. Remove any and everything that will interfere with your fellowship with God. God is a person. God is not no Santa Claus. God ain't no whatever, no, no happy-go-lucky vending machine. God is a person and and nothing can separate us from God's love. But a lot of things can separate us from God's trust. <laughs> you 
Nothing can separate me from God's love, but it can separate me from God's entrusting or trust. So I got to remove certain things and I got to release control. I got to release. I got to release. What was my point on this? I got to release. Uh, um, oh man, what I have for release. Anyway, I just got to release. I got to release. Oh, release control. In order to have faith, increase the favor of God, just release control. Like I said, go into flow. I release control. That's that's on God. I ain't worrying about that. When you know you're in partnership with God, it's easy to release. I'm going to release that to God. I'm going to release that person. I don't got time to be offended because offended keeps me from being obedient. So I got to release that. I'm, before the sun goes down, my wrath is going and my, my every, all this stuff is going. So how do I increase the favor? Number one, I got to be a real friend of God. F, I got to be a real friend of God. Number two, I got to make gratitude my attitude. I got to be a fragrance, not an odor. I, number three, V, I got to be in the middle of God's vision for my life. Number four, I got to obey immediately. And five, I got to remove and release. I pray this message was a blessing to you. I pray that you got something out of it. I really want you to take some time to think about, am I a friend of God? You know what I'm saying? What's my attitude level? You know, what is God's vision for my life? Am I an odor or a fragrance? Am, am I am I a F-A, F-A-V-O? Do I obey immediately? And have I truly removed anything that's affected my relationship with God? And am I willing to release all control? I promise you, if you do those four or five things, my friend, and you allow those things to be the new norms of your life, the original norms of your life, which should be the norms of your life, then my friend, you'll begin to see favor increase in your life. God, listen, there's favor on all of us, sons and daughters of God. But I just don't want the favor that's at the elementary level. I want to increase in my understanding of God's kingdom and his righteousness so that things can be added to me for my proper stewardship to be a beacon or a vessel of glory by which God will be glorified because the favor that's on my life. If we look at the verse here, Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature in favor with God and man. The Bible says in Psalms 512, for you bless the righteous. Oh, Lord, you bless the righteous. Those who are that's two. That's two forms. Righteousness that was imputed us. We're naturally blessed. Right. When everything that Jesus has right now, we have. But when we come to stewardship, when it comes to positions, when it comes to management, see what I'm saying? When we are living righteously. Some people are just settling on the imputed righteousness, but they're not willing to live righteously. We got to be willing to say, God, make me righteous in these other areas. Make me um, do things the right way, genuinely in all areas, because when I do that, I increase in favor. And when we do all these different things, these listening these scriptures, man, I'm telling you, we'll be blessed. I love y'all. My wife's calling. I got to go. Hope y'all are blessed. Enjoy this video. Share this video. Make sure you go to my websites, IamUnplugged.com for everything you need to know about what I do, books, card games, all that good stuff. Um, I got to go. My wife's calling me. Make sure she's all right. I love y'all. Check out my website. Links below. Peace.